Welcome to Punditocracy, Lawrence.com's politics and culture talk show. Being practicing pagans, we here at Punditocracy tend to feel a bit glum going into the upcoming holiday season. Sure, Muslims have Ramadan, Jews have any number of unpronounceable, silly little wingdings, Christians have Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving Christmas sale at Walmart, devout alcoholics have New Year's, African Americans have Kwanzaa. Well, African-American studies majors have Kwanzaa. So where does that leave us? Where did the heathen, homosexual, abortionist, atheistic hordes turn to for our secular slice of the holiday fruitcake? Well, thanks to special prosecutor Patrick Fitzgerald, Christmas came early today. Or should I say, thanks to Mr. Fitzgerald, Fitzmas came early. Yes, Merry Fitzmas, all you liberals! Between Scooter Libby's indictment and Harriet Meyer's withdrawal, Bush haters have had a week-long boner. Welcome to Punditocracy. I'm Gavin, along with... Oh, and I should say, uh, this is a, a fortuitous podcast this way because uh, we're all actually in the same room together. It's been a while. Uh, Usually there's a good, what, three, four hundred miles between yes, us? Yes, yes. Uh, Six hundred, I 600, believe. Six hundred, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the... Heart does go on. That's right. <laughs> but I am Gavin, along with Galen. And for those of you who remember the KJHK iteration of Punditocracy, do we have a blast from the past? Yes, good news, everyone. Our dear friend Richard Coulter is joining us uh, for old time's sake, this special edition of Punditocracy, the homecoming edition of Punditocracy. How's it going, Richard? Oh, it's going great. You know, I've been listening to your left-wing propaganda trash on your podcast now, and I figured that um, I needed to step in and bring a little balance and uh, give our good viewers sort of the conservative side of issues and instead of just listening to your left-wing nonsense. You know us conservatives aren't all that bad. We're not all a bunch of Johnny hate mongers or... God forbid even George, God forbid even George Bushes. <laughs> but what we do want, what we want is conservatives, is economic stability to give you your tax money back, to provide you the American public with the security and safety that you need from terrorists and dictators and weapons of mass destruction throughout the world. We conservatives have laid the foundation of America since the beginning of our country. And I am here to try to put these two liberal assholes in their place. <laughs> Let me say that if that's America, I'm proud to be tunneling under it and planning on burning. <laughs> well, that's fine. You know, if, if you can't, um, if you don't like America, you don't like the freedoms that we enjoy in America, if you don't like the democracy that we have in America, then as far as I'm concerned, you can just leave. Uh, oh, oh, my goodness, Richard. Uh, we missed you. Yeah. Very much. Oh, goodness. No, I, I like America. I just don't think it's that. <laughs> oh, but well, uh, I like America when there's Republican administration. It's not when there's. Uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, much of the uh, vitriol that Richard is spewing out is a smokescreen because his his little conservative movement's imploding this week. Right. Thanks to its uh, spearhead, <laughs> it's George far. W. Bush and his collapsing administration. I would say that it's far from collapsing. I think there's a couple of setbacks by a few <laughs> setbacks. by a few bad apples in the administration. <laughs> Um, but I think that overall... That's what they said about Abu Ghraib, too. Well, the Abu Ghraib is a completely different situation. Let's not go there. I just, it's, a, it's a common line of defense. Few bad apples. Few bad apples. That's right. And I think that the president... And they're in office. And, <laughs> and President Bush... Can you elect is, produce? Uh, we oh, have. Well, we do have a vegetable as a president. That's so. right. Uh, 
Oh, but oh, Richard, we well, got off. We got off onto the uh, well. A but I believe start. that Pres- President Bush has made himself extremely clear that there is going to be an investigation, and if there's any wrongdoing, that the, whoever is is guilty of those crimes will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of our law. Real quick, though, uh, for anyone who would like to pound Richard's balls, please feel free to email or us. If I know there's plenty of conservatives in this town as well who would I'm like sure. to fondle Richard's. That's balls. right. Please email and. Please just do something with his balls. Give us, give us, give us an email. Drop us a line at poundingthepundit at yahoo.com. All one word. All one word. You can always touch my balls. <laughs> touch my balls. <laughs> or you can visit us at our website, punditocracy.net, which has had uh, spotty yet somewhat consistent posting as of late. I'm proud to say. Yeah. I don't have much else to do down in Texas. Oh, and I have a, <laughs> uh, speaking of the website. Not owning a gun and all. <laughs> Speaking of the website, I plan on putting a little balance on that left-wing trash as You well. better, man. Um, I have a— Will you uh, be fair? Uh, of course I'm not going to be fair. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> it's the Internet. Are you it's unregulated. Of course not. Well, I have this new um, essay that I just wrote. Uh, it's Ooh. called, um, yes, Reexamining America's Role in Vietnam. And uh, basically what I'm trying to argue here is that the reason why we lost that war is because of the new left in the 60s who brainwashed our— um, young troops into believing that what we were fighting for in Vietnam was wrong. And so they went over there and they didn't perform as well and that's why we lost. That sounds a, that sounds a bit uh, heavy and academic that, for the punditocracy yeah. side. <laughs> but that, that also and the fact that the uh, Viet Cong could smell us coming because we smell like beef. No, it really <laughs> I mean, had to do Seriously, that's well, a historical truth. Well, it had to do more with the Jane Fonda sitting on their uh, little uh, it's gun true. turrets. A Jane Fonda ass does do. make them highly, more, yes. more highly accurate and more powerful. Her ass, right. her ass doesn't smell like beef. It actually smells like freshly scrubbed mangoes. I wonder how many uh, U.S. Uh, uh, airmen she shot down probably personally i'd say 20 she has 20 good 20 notches yeah. in her belt in her her leg warmers <laughs> i wonder how many north vietnamese she uh had sex with oh it's incalculable yeah i know she uh she definitely took one from the troops that'll be my next economic my uh my next academic project is figuring out a math equation for that yeah, you might want to get Stephen Hawking's on yeah. that because we're talking about astronomical figures. That's right. Well, I'm sorry. That was completely off the <laughs> yes, point, I just yes, thought that I would— Welcome uh, back to Funditocracy. I <laughs> thought I would just— um, Our modus operandi. Wonderful tangent. Tell everybody about my new little no, thesis, That's all right, so. Richard. You've uh, uh, you've been absent for so long that you deserve a little bit of airtime. Well, thank you. Since we've, uh, we've basically been— uh, Left unchecked. That's right. In your absence. That's right. Uh, We've just gone crazy. Well, hopefully there's a nice big FBI file on both of you right now. I've been filmed at protests, so there's probably a small one, although it's probably in a group of a bunch of other Lawrence ex-hippies looking around (laughs) being bored with idiots, idiot anarch kids sitting out there with signs. They're like, abolish slavery, abolish the government. (laughs) They have an anarchist organization. Oxymoron. Yes. Emphasis yeah, on moral. No, oh, so. don't get me started on the anarchists. Let's yeah, not get started on the anarchists. That's not what this show is about. Like I said, Richard, this is about- while we gave you a little <laughs> bit of an open forum, you're not getting off easy this week. In fact, uh, your entire political party and affiliation is not getting off easy this week. Uh, as we mentioned, as we're recording today, breaking news, developing story, I, Scooter Libby, I, Lewis Scooter Libby, uh, for the record, uh, Vice President Cheney's chief of staff was indicted on five counts of obstruction of justice and perjury today by Special Prosecutor Patrick Fitzgerald, who's investigating the leak 
of Valerie Plame, undercover CIA operative's status and identity. Uh, Libby promptly resigned, and the investigation is ongoing. For So for everyone who thinks that Karl Rove got off the hook... Not so soon. I'm I'm worried. I think he's going to. Although people, it, analysts, and things like that who know the know the guy says it's. Uh, the, I don't. What's tr- his name? The prosecutor. Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. No, say that he's not going after Rove. I don't trust any of the uh, the leaks. Most of them have been r- wrong leading up to today. Uh, however, I actually probably have to agree with you because it's been speculated that since Rove volunteered to testify right. in the grand jury a fourth time, he was flipping on Libby. To save his own ass, I'm I'm sure he was, and and not only that, Rove has no problem lying. And yeah. and for those of you out there who may not know this, Rove was kicked off of the Reagan Bush campaign in 1980 <laughs> for leaking names in revenge. Yeah, I mean, sound familiar? Yeah, and th- there are modus operandi. The police use them every day, and and he's got one too. Although here's the here's the other fucker. Yeah, no, here's the here's the uh interesting twist. Uh now that this grand jury investigation has reached an end, although there is uh from what I understand another one still looking into what Rove has been doing, uh Joseph Wilson can now sue the Bush administration. Yeah. Uh the road was paved uh back in the Clinton days for Paula Jones to be able to sue the Clinton administration for defamation. Now, Joseph Wilson and Valerie Plank can sue the And I would like to say right now, thank you, Newt Gingrich. Yes, for opening up these wonderful lines of attack. Whoops, on our things come back. It's Boomerang. amazing. Uh, are, you, are you two done? Oh, no, man. I'm, no, I'm going to be dancing on Libby's grave. Figurative grave. I hope he doesn't I just, I really want to know if Scooter goes to jail, will his uncle kick the Muppets out of their theater? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This man who is supposedly so feared and respected in the Bush administration, Lewis Libby. How can a man with the name of Scooter, which he openly right. goes by and accepts, how can this man have made it so high up into and the upper echelons of government? Exactly. And and then how can this government be so anti-gay? <laughs> but anyway, yes. Richard... How exactly do you respond to this crisis? And it is a crisis. Oh, I do not believe this is a crisis by by any means. Uh, first off, I mean, I, high-ranking you, member of the Bush administration has been well, indicted under criminal charges. Well, you don't consider as, that a crisis. Well, he hasn't been found guilty yet. And I think you made a very, very good point earlier. It's an ongoing investigation. We still do not know exactly what all the facts are. We are not sure if Scooter Libby is actually going to be found guilty of these alleged crimes. I think that what we're seeing right now is, you know, in. in Inevitably, in any administration, there's always going to be somebody who is going to commit some sort of act like this. I mean, it's it's pretty much inevitable. Just about every single presidential administration. You can hope they're not on the second deal, tier. It's had to deal with somebody within their cabinet or their administration committing or allegedly committing some sort of crime. I think in Scooter Libby's case, what we need to do at this point is just let's hear what the charges are. Let's hear what the evidence is. And let's see where it goes. I'm not going to sit here and make any sort of judgment or try to uh, claim that Scooter Libby is guilty of these crimes without hearing the evidence and going through due process of law. If it is found that if it is found that he is guilty, if it is found that the evidence points that he did leak the name of a CIA undercover agent, then he should be prosecuted and proper punishment should take effect. But I don't think that this is a crisis within the administration by any stretch of the means. And I think that 
the left wing, more or less, really wanted to see Rove go down on this. He wasn't indicted, which is an indication that there's no evidence to there's no evidence at all to indict Rove at this point. So I well, think the you're the one who's clear. saying we don't know what all the information is. So well, you shouldn't be exonerating Carl Rove so soon, Richard. Well, we'll see what and happens here's, with here's Carl a little... Rove. But I have this idea that Carl Rove had nothing to do with this and no. that he will get off it's admitted. Free. It's Okay, and uh, it's, a, it's known. Rove has admitted, Matt Cooper has admitted, and Judith Miller has admitted that Carl Rove has spoken to them about Valerie Plame. Yeah, but just Whether because they, okay, well, just on, because they claim that Carl Rove talked to them about Valerie Plame doesn't a crime mean anything. Not in and of itself, uh, possibly. However... Oh, possibly. It's do you not remember when President Bush came out, what was this, about a year ago, promising to fire anyone involved right. this with this leak? And oh. Scott McClellan coming out not that long ago saying that he personally spoke with Carl Rove and Scooter Libby about this, and they guaranteed him that they never spoke to these reporters about Valerie Plame. So while so why is that President Bush's fault? No, no, no. The great part is Bush is like, anyone who has anything to do with this will be fired. First, No, phase. actually, that's not what no, they said. No, what they anyone, said. no, he changed it. He changed, he changed it. it three times. Yes. Now, Scott McCollin, from the very beginning, said that it was an ongoing investigation. No, 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 no. no, no. They were going to wait that and see That is not true. What that is not true. When, it is not true. Scott McClellan guaranteed the press corps. I spoke to these men personally. Yeah, it's an outrageous accusation well, that they had I, anything to do with this, and they gave me personal assurances that they spoke to no reporters about this. Well, but we don't know if they did speak they to They did. No, no, that's no, they, the they, only thing. They, they that did. Is it's an ongoing investigation, no, no, and we're no, going to no, have to wait and see no, what comes Richard, out. Richard, the you indi- keep throwing up the smoke screens, but the indictment known actually that they spoke listed to that he did, yes. and actually went through a chain of events uh, proving, and, and also... Scooter Libby is proving not to be that highly intelligent as he yeah. contradicted his own testimony within two weeks. Yes. Uh, that, that, in fact, he at least had talked to other people, and quite possibly Rove had. The question is, was it done before or after other reporters knew? So was it leaked uh, from them or just continued by them? And it, according to the allegations and according to all the proof that has been collected, and no one seems to be really denying it except for Scooter. And, uh, and here's another lie uh, mm-hmm. That was uh, oh, put out. Here's yeah, another lie. Uh, both Rove and Libby suggested that they, well, we don't really remember where we got this information that Valerie Plame was Joseph Wilson's husband, worked for the CIA. We think we heard it from reporters. Right, right. We, uh, you know, we're not really sure. I mean, we get a lot of information. However, under testimony, and this is in the indictment. This is re- this has been verified by Libby. It's in the indictment itself. They got this information from Dick Cheney. Yeah. That's not illegal. Oh, no, see, that's, that's not illegal. That's not illegal. I mean, uh, Dick see, Cheney has every way. right to discuss classified information yes. with his personal aides. That's fine. However, they spoke to reporters about it, which is a crime. And, and Scooter Libby said that he forgot that Libby brought this up to him. And then when a reporter told him it was news to him and then he carried it on, like he had this blank after it turned out he was lying the first time when he said he never knew. And then they've managed to track down and prove that he not only knew it, but he's talked about it a whole lot to a whole lot of people, mm-hmm. and then quite directly leaked it to the reporters, and, and they knew it, bef- or, and he knew it before they did. So, um, and well, here's a little prediction. I have a little prediction here. I don't think that Libby's going to go to trial. I think that Libby's going to cop to a plea mm-hmm. to throw himself on a sword so that Dick Cheney doesn't have to testify under oath in, under oath in a courtroom. Right. I think uh, Libby, whether he believes himself to be innocent or not, is going to plead guilty to lesser charges, 
and just to spare Dick Cheney from having to get the, the spectacle of the sitting vice president of the United States having to testify under oath in a criminal case against his uh, former right-hand man. And I, also I think, think he's going to plead guilty. I, I'm hoping it that won't happen, but I would love, it to, that, I would that love is, it to be written like a bad movie where he's so yeah. pissed the fact that probably the vice president and Karl Rove rolled over on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that he gets mad and turns. This is very in. true. This is very true. But it uh, won't happen. Libby, Libby might. It, I mean, this would be great TV. It'd be great drama <laughs> yeah, if Libby exactly. said, "Those bastards, I'm taking them down." Exactly. With me. But people named Scooter don't do that. <laughs> and and frankly, he's a peon and is a pet, and he's not going to do. Did you see? Either. Did you happen to see that letter he wrote to Judith Miller? Uh, Judith Miller, for those that don't remember, Judith Miller is the New York Times reporter who is basically just a stooge for the Bush administration who wrote five pieces in the New York Times trying to justify the war in Iraq, basically pushing the Bush administration line that uh, Saddam was trying to obtain aluminum tubes, the notorious aluminum tubes that turned out to be nothing. And so Judith Miller, this reporter for the New York Times, she is the Novak for people who aren't Novak. Yeah. Uh, She refused to testify with Patrick Fitzgerald, so Fitzgerald threw her in jail because uh, she was in contempt of the grand jury. And so Judith Miller spent like 85 days in jail, and supposedly it was to protect Scooter Libby. Even though Scooter Libby, long ago, before she went to jail, like granted blanket amnesty saying that you can talk to the special right. prosecutors, go ahead. But she said, oh, no, I need it in writing. I need it. Nobody's really quite sure why she held out for so long that's that will be an ongoing mystery. actually one of my theories is that she is as she is a uh, sort of show for this was actually another attempt by the right to covert some supposedly leftist ideas such as freedom of the press and so she's acting as if they're coming down on the press and that should be scaredy blah 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 <laughs> she's a martyr and, and it's ridiculous oh that is just maybe she just likes being in prison that's true she I likes mean, prison that's, life that's three squares a day no having right. to cook yeah. <laughs> yeah she wears those wonderful prison togs that that neon orange jumpsuit is great she could have mad raging sex with a bunch of hot lesbians that's right it'd be like caged heat all over that's again right. it's Skinamax for the New York Times set. But uh, anyway, it turned yes. out Anne Heche wasn't in there at all. <laughs> oh. Well, I know the left wing. Um, the left wing. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. But before I, before I forget, uh, anyway, Scooter Libby uh, was Judith Miller's source. Yeah, continue on on your And anyway, here. Scooter Libby, because Miller demanded, wrote her a personal letter, spoke to her on the phone saying, yes, you're free to testify. But the letter that he wrote to her was leaked uh and this letter was just so bizarre because he speaks in this sort of um flowery uh, arch nemesis james bond villain speak where you say now that you are free you can return to aspen where you sometimes uh, vacation and you can join the pines and the pines all grow together <laughs> It, it was just bizarre. I, I wish I had it in front of me, but uh, Scooter Libby on top of uh, being a criminal, potentially. Alleged Allegedly. criminal. On top of being an alleged criminal. You know, I a, thought... Is a bad, struggling poet. <laughs> I thought in the uh, American justice system you were innocent until proven guilty, but apparently with the left wing hey, you are guilty, hey, guilty, hey, until, guilty until proven innocent. Hey, buddy, apparently. welcome to the punditocracy. <laughs> 
And and not only you that, know, I think, it, it's, doesn't I think work, it's funny. It doesn't work the other way. Remember, Clinton had people killed, according to you people. Yeah, exactly. And actually, he had hey, people you know, killed, he according may, to me. No, he may let's, kill no. again. Oh, and now let's make a pretty good They'll never actually here. convict him for bombing people, but no, let, let's worry about whether he had other people killed. And those I don't hate... Uh, hold on just a second here. Now, I don't hate Bill Clinton because he was a lying womanizer. <laughs> I hate Bill Clinton because he was an absolutely incompetent president that jeopardized the very least our national security for eight years and allowed September 11th to happen. That's why I hate Bill Clinton. Oh, it doesn't you, matter you the fact that he can. lied under <laughs> office in under oath because he did lie under Listen, oath. Listen, you're blaming him for not being psychic and not knowing that his uh, successor would spend all his time on vacation. <laughs> I uh, don't think that you can say that six months... Of incompetence from Bush. Oh, but oh, I, wait, I, I, did I just say that? <laughs> Six months of incompetence from Bush up until September 11th can outdo the eight years of incompetence from Bill Clinton. No, who actually, I, I ignored the threat of terrorism since the first World Trade Center bombing on up to September 11th. Or well, not well, it's September not 11th, not like terrorism is exactly a Bush administration priority, but. Again, this is another this is another smokescreen. They're still trying to the find right. the real killers. Blame Clinton. Yeah, the real killers. <laughs> blame the blame Clinton strategy. Yeah, the uh, the right has had an interesting series of uh, feints and dodges in response to the indictments and Bush's shortcomings. Uh, first and foremost among them, hey, Clinton was just as bad. <laughs> if Clinton did it, what's the big deal? Which is a defense, considering they tried to crucify him. Yeah, I know. And I have to say, just to clarify, I well, think Clinton, Clinton was broke. a screw-up, but I think it was because he was actually trying to be a Republican, and he didn't actually <laughs> attempt to heal anything in the world, which is maybe one of the reasons we got bombed. But then again, it all goes back to Mozadek when we threw out the... <laughs> Gaylord's going back to Mozadek. Right. I'll go back to when the you Middle know, East started hating us. You write us. a little essay, you post it online on the website. I know. That I need way to people will know what the hell you're talking Mos- about. Mozadek, <laughs> democracy, Middle East, we overthrew it for oil. 50, <laughs> 1950s. And so on and so forth. Exactly. All right, well, but anyway, back back to the Fitzgerald uh, <sighs> indictments. I don't know. I Richard, are, are Richard you done, seriously, Richard, are, are you seriously. done? Are you done ranting how, here? How exactly do you justify this? I mean, I know how exactly. Do you spin I mean, your I, way out? I know you're. I know you're. This quagmire of bad oh, PR. This quagmire of bad <laughs> PR. <laughs> I know you're excited again, Gavin. I'm, I know that this I'm is giggling. a momentous occasion for the left wing and all the Democrats who have just been waiting, waiting for years for a prosecutor to finally get something, possibly something. On somebody within the administration, I know that it is your wet dream for this to go all the way to the top to Dick Cheney and possibly even to George Bush. But that's I'm rubbing not, my nipples right now. But that's not going to happen. I know. Audience. Please stop that and put that <laughs> put that thing back in your pants too. Wow. I'm just waiting for Bush to to finally give up and leave office and to stand out and that's say, "Man, you won't have George Bush." Uh, to dog around anymore. I'm and gonna go, I'm going to go fishing, man. Right. I, I want him to give some nuts, spectacularly stupid, awful nuts, end quote. Nuts to this, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, okay, okay, Richard. Here's how I've I only respond. had more how, vacation. Okay, I, I, I seriously want to hear Richard explain to me how this is not bad news for the Bush administration. It's one person in the Bush administration that is not, just because Scooter Libby has resigned from the administration does not mean that this administration is going to completely collapse. Do you oh, honestly no. think that? Well, no, 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 no. It's right. not a crisis by any stretch of the means because the administration has been very forthcoming with the American public, saying <laughs> <What>? that <laughs> saying that anybody who is Say indicted what? 
anybody that's been indicted in any of these alleged crimes will be asked to resign for the administration. What I don't understand well, what the problem all, is the, here. The, that's what they said as of last week. They said that anyone involved with Oh, I know. They said know, four different things on four different occasions, blah, blah, blah. This was, I think this it's was, pretty This was consistent. the administration that was supposed to restore integrity to the White House. They weren't going to be plagued with scandals like the Clinton administration, even though the scandals that Clinton was involved in were, uh, what, uh, oral what? sex? Perjury, obstruction of justice. Oral sex. <laughs> and... That's about it. Nobody cares that Bill Clinton got a blowjob from some fat intern in the Oval that's Office. That's what the whole thing what was about. Ca- it was no, that's not what it was about. It was about the fact that he lied Ken about Star it. Star was a horny little perv. No, what it goes back to is that he lied about it remember, under oath and remember, committed perjury. Do you remember what the investigation started out, what the Ken Starr grand jury investigation was about? Do you remember what that started out <laughs> investigating? Oh, I don't remember. You don't even remember, do you? No it started out investigating Whitewater. And they couldn't find anything on Whitewater. So they kept so, it going. So they found oral sex. Let's impeach the well, president. Not only, because they of kept oral it sex. going with nothing. There was like a few months when they didn't have <laughs> a direction. They were just investigating anything. And all they were doing was leaking things to the but press. But if Clinton had been smart, if Clinton had been, if Clinton had been smart about it and been forthcoming with the American public when it was first asked to him, then we would have avoided the two years that but, we spent. This administration is not just secretive. This one, compared to it, it's 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 like cloak and dagger. They think they're in the Cold War still. They they will not turn over documents to Congress. Congress gets mad at them. Mm-hmm. They they you know they say or turn over the documents. They turn over things that but have been entirely have, blacked out. But they don't have to. No administration has to. That is a right that you Actually, have as president and vice it's, president. It's a right that you that do not have to give consent. away in the Constitution. Give away classified been, information, especially when it comes to national of, security. The energy policy is part of national security, but the not like that. The energy policy is definitely part of national security, <laughs> but not like that. No, and no, <laughs> just because <laughs> it's it's not because they doesn't want facts. Exxon to, and there BP is nowhere there is nowhere in American security. law there is nowhere in American law that says that they have to well, turn actually, over classified you, documents. There's nowhere that says if that. You want, if in in very strict terms, the the precedent that has been set by the Bush administration was created by the Bush administration, was only allowed to go on because Congress allowed it. And it's not one that has ever existed before. No one has ever been able to turn down the president and the mind way you, that, or turn you, down Congress the way this these, president has. Most of the documents they're refusing to turn over are not classified. They're just saying we don't want to give them to you. <laughs> but they don't it. have to. But that's the point. They don't have to, Gavin. You know There's what? There's nowhere in law that says that they have to turn these documents over. There's nowhere that it they, says that. But this, they, they, okay, they. So you this. know what? They have every right not to. I'm right, not it, saying that they shouldn't, yeah. but they have every right not to if they don't. But they the didn't need. have that right. They created that right. That's the scariest <laughs> thing. They didn't create that right. That's a right they, that every American president has had since not, day not, one. Not to the extent that this is. And and actually, I want. I think that this is the greatest form of hypocrisy. They do this. And then they try to get the onion to stop using the presidential seal. <laughs> oh, that's... That was the best. That's the, this is White House. It's like, we won't tell you anything. Don't make fun of us. Hey. Yeah, this White House that's uh, facing indictments and has now been facing indicted. one indictment. So far. No, five indictments. Oh, so far. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, so far. far. Yeah, so far. I know that you hope that Still Rove under and, investigation. I know you hope that Rove and Cheney White. and everybody else gets indicted, but you know what? That's not going to happen because if there was evidence 
I'm going to get him on tax them. evasion, <laughs> evasion myself. <laughs> but but anyway, I lo- anyway, yes, they, they're under uh, – this is an administration that's under investigation by a grand jury. They decide that uh, rather than retain their legal team to focus on these uh, impending legal matters, they'd rather go after the onion <laughs> for using the presidential seal. I just think that's – Wonderful allocation. Hysterical. Of yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. And, and actually, real quick to interject, I'd like to read to you Libby's closing paragraph. Oh, oh we found it. Good. Yeah, good. yeah. You went into jail this summer. The summer, that is. Not this summer. The summer. The summer. It is fall now. Is fall. You will have stories to cover. Iraq elections and suicide bombers. Suicide biological bombs. threats. An Iranian nuclear program. Nuclear out west, where you vacation, the aspens will be turning. Or Turn. I'm sorry, will already be turning. They turn in clusters because their roots connect them. Come back to work. Dash dash dash. And life. And life. Until then, you remain my in my thoughts and prayers. Prayers. What is this? Obsession. This Prayer. is the letter Libby wrote to Judith Miller. Miller. <laughs> So yes, not not only <laughs> Well, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I know. Like everyone's obsessing. Is that some sort of code speak? Is like is he sending her like some sort of classified information via like Cold War encryption? Or is he just a failed writer? I'm sure it was just a typo. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he wrote up a memo. I'm sure he wrote up a memo, gave it to his secretary. His secretary was some dumb bitch and she <laughs> wrote it up wrong and sent it to her. Oh, but yes, this is the man but, uh, that was one of the <laughs> primary architects of the Iraq War, uh, a neocon who uh, basically built the rationale to sell to the American public, named Scooter, <laughs> waxing poetically Libby, about Libby? Aspen Pines. Is it a coincidence? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. His ass is going to jail. <laughs> I, bet, I doubt it. He's, He's not, not going to no, get yeah, no, no one in power ever actually gets in trouble. No, yeah, again, my prediction is is that he's going to plead, and since he will plead, it'll be two lesser charges. So he'll probably just get like house arrest. Uh, but well, the final. I'll just make my last final point on this, and um, I don't. And we'll continue to dance I, a jig. I. <laughs> Pretty much, I'm just repeating myself again. I, you know, first Repeat off, repeat away, Rich. First off, I mean, I know this is just a glorious day for you liberals, and I'm not. You know glorious what? I, week. I, I am. I am such a nice guy that I'm going to let you have your your day in the sun because you're the big man. But, but let's just see where the investigation goes. I am not going to judge Scooter Libby at this point. Sounds like Scott McClellan now. Until we find <laughs> I'm not going to comment on an ongoing investigation, guys. But that's a good point. It is an <laughs> ongoing investigation. Even though he was just it's an more on- than happy to comment on it uh, two years ago. Okay, just shut up for a I'm second. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just overjoyed. Or- yeah, now you've got me <laughs> laughing, too. Yeah, again, we just... Enjoy your day in the sun. <laughs> okay, okay. So I was trying to say before you interrupted me, this is an ongoing investigation. We're going to see where the evidence leads. If there has been a crime committed, then that person, Scooter Libby, should face the proper punishment for the crime that he has committed. But let's not jump to conclusions. Let's wait and see what the evidence is. Let's wait and see what both sides, what the prosecution and the defense has to say, and we'll go from there. Let's let the American justice system handle this. I have faith that our American justice system will do the right thing in this case. And I think that it is, quite honestly, I think that the only reason why, and as I said earlier, I thought that in this country that you were guilty until innocent. innocent. 
<laughs> we know what you mean, Richard. I know. Um, okay, I just I, I need to sidetrack because I just found the thing on the onion. Right, just <laughs> just because this bugs me, the Bush administration not only doesn't have an actual sense of humor, unless it's the the uh, what, what was it, the cracker ass dumbass comedian. Blue collar comedy. Yeah, sorry, I get that wrong. Uh, get but, her done, yeah. Scooter. <laughs> okay, I'd like to just throw this out for a minute. Um, like, was it Bob the Cable Man, George? Larry the Cable. Label guy. the Carry Guy. Is racist and stupid. Yeah, not funny. And not funny. And you know what? If and it, a rich yuppie who pretends to I be know. a guy that, named Larry the, the Caribou. But okay, back to the onion, real quick. They uh, they ask uh, that the seal not be used because it is quote breaking regulations. Just, yeah, just a little background. So the Onion on their website every week does a mock presidential address, which, which is are fucking hilarious. Absolutely. But the guy they got to impersonate Bush is just spot on. Absolutely. But anyway, they do this this you know just little Bush is dumb sort of <laughs> weekly harmless well, it, it, harmless this, stuff. This week the one that pissed him off was Bush to appoint someone else to be in charge of country. country yeah. You know, it's it's, it's satire. <laughs> onion is a satire magazine, so they have these mock presidential addresses. And on the website, uh, they have a picture of Bush with the presidential seal behind him as the link to these uh, web addresses. As is completely legal. Yeah. And they, Saturday Night However, Live does it? Yes. It's called parody. Yeah. F- uh, First Amendment, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yes, uh, this got the Bush administration's panties in a twist. You cannot pick and choose where to enforce that rule. It's important that the seal or any other White House insignia not be used inappropriately. <laughs> Uh, yeah, whatever. You're already using it inappropriately. Uh, it's it's parody. It's protected. What, how does what, you know I just what, how does the administration be this incompetent to allow something like this out? How do there? they have this much time to be that incompetent? Well, <laughs> how do they not think they'll look like a fool? First off, the onion. It is satire. It is comedy. I think that anybody that thinks otherwise is quite honestly a fool. But the administration has every right. To tell to the audience that they cannot, they're not sure making enough. jackasses out of themselves. They're essentially saying that you cannot use the presidential seal in a Ever. satirical kind of manner. You're going to take their seal and go home. You can't play with it yeah, anymore. But you can. I don't You've think been that able that's... to all throughout history. There are drawings, there are, are political cartoons. From of course, they have every Washington's right. Washington's time. They have every right to do it. I don't think that the, Different seal, but... the Bush administration was trying to say that they couldn't do it. They're just saying that it is inappropriate to use it in the context that the onion is using it in. And quite honestly, I think The Onion is fucking hilarious. But at the same time, it is not, well, it's not necessarily appropriate to be using a presidential seal or any sort of other governmental type um, symbol in something that is so outrageous and so Oh, it's up. appropriate. You might think it's unseemly, but it's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, satire is a, satire is what keeps democracy moving. Honestly. I didn't say there was anything. I, you might I not think. You might think it's polite. I don't but have it's any, perfectly appropriate. As I said, I don't have anything against the onion. But at the same time, the onion needs to understand the position that they're in, and they need to understand that they should not push the boundaries further than they push it. Well, and I think it's also important to mention that they ask this. Um, on Wednesday, which is the day the new Onion comes out. So it was obviously because they were mad about the week before. And the Onion <laughs> responded with putting the seal dead center, without even Bush in front of it, just the seal as the link ah, ah, ah. right now. So go to theonion.com. Well, no, that is disrespect. Oh, that's just disrespect. That's, and that, that's too far. That is First Amendment and 
I think it's entirely. Proper. Oh, the onions having a feel. They're laughing like you know. Most people would probably be cower. Oh, the White House is. Uh, but sent, sent a sent a legal flunky after us. The onions. They they have their own fleet of lawyers who sent back like an equally stern letter reprimanding the White House for even suggesting. Did that the they White House ever it? suggest that it was illegal? For the young to use the presidential seal, did they ever suggest that they couldn't? Did yeah, they actually, they, they implied did. it. They implied it. Yeah, they, they implied they, they, it, but they, they didn't <laughs> say it, did they? No, what they did was imply that it was they. They, you know, of course, this they're lawyers, so they dodge it. That they're but, dicks. But they, they had this thing where they say like they imply it's a regulation, and they're like, well, we can ask people not to, implying it's their ability to tell people when they can use the seal or not, which is not the way it works here in the U.S. And and besides, I mean, we're talking about a, a newspaper that has an opinion written by a child entitled "Fire Truck, Fire Truck, Fire Truck." <laughs> no, you know, no, I don't. I have not heard any firefighters mad about this. <laughs> it, I, I don't yeah. think Neil Armstrong was upset when they uh, uh, splashed the headline "Holy fucking shit, man walks on fucking moon." No, no, uh, the uh, world's greatest metaphor hits iceberg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Titanic survivors didn't sue. All right, right. Are we gonna get on with uh, this? Yeah, I'm just I'm, saying it's a comedy. <laughs> it's a it's parody. This it's is very legal. True. We've, we've we've probably spent more time on this than even the Bush White House spent on it. <laughs> it's just very funny. But we uh, haven't put the money into it. They did. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh, back to the special prosecutor investigation and we should probably take a break pretty soon but um on a closing note i just like to say ongoing uh, yeah, ongoing it is ongoing actually innocent they are still until, looking at carl rove innocent until proven guilty uh but uh i would just like to actually salute john ashcroft and you might think that i've gone fucking insane but I'd like to thank John Ashcroft for actually having the sense to appoint a special prosecutor to investigate because uh, people don't realize or people don't remember that John Ashcroft, former attorney general, right wing crazy from Missouri, was the one who actually appointed this special prosecutor to now, investigate see, the Bush go. administration. Now, don't you feel bad for talking shit on him? Not no, at all. These not years? at all. Not at all. Uh, I but, think he felt suck. I mean, I think he probably right now is kicking himself. Yeah, well, it was given, one of his last acts before leaving is. office. He was probably pissed that the Bush administration was forcing him out. Is it? Oh, true. by the way, say hello to Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> but, yes, I would like to thank John Ashcroft for doing the right thing and appointing an independent prosecutor to investigate this. Um, and I agree with Richard. We should see what happens in the course of the trial. I, however, again, don't think it's going to reach the trial phase. But Well, I disagree with you there. We'll see. We'll see. Just a prediction on my part. But any any closing comments on the uh, scooter indictment today before we take our break? You know, I think I've said my piece. Um, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to repeat myself again. <laughs> I, I just think that you know, obviously the uh, the left wing machine in this country is going to um, is they're they're already. What exactly do you consider the left wing machine? Yeah, Alan Colmes, as as <laughs> as someone who is supposedly left wing, though I think I'm probably just radical because if I'm left, I'm so far further than the people who consider the left wing. But looking at it from that side, there the left wing in this country, if it is include if it includes the Democrats, which it shouldn't, is 
completely fucking incompetent. Yeah, and, and if I, they had a machine, they wouldn't oil it. And it that's would fall a, apart. And that's a good setup, actually, to what we'll be discussing after the break, which you won't even notice. Uh, but we'll be discussing the Harriet Myers withdrawal and how that was completely a conservative revolt, and the Democrats and the liberals didn't even have to lift a finger to sabotage. The which Harriet is good because they wouldn't have. Yeah, I know. Uh, and this again speaks to that topic. However, you are listening to Punditocracy on Lawrence.com. And we'll be back in a split second. And, yes, did, did you like that break, listeners? <laughs> we are magic. <laughs> it, was, it was the uh, online equivalent of a power nap. That's right. Ch- check your clocks. They've moved forward. <laughs> you may have been abducted. Wow. Wow. Makes your head spin. But you are listening to Punditocracy on Lawrence.com. Please email us at poundingthepundit at yahoo.com or visit our website, punditocracy.net. You were listening to us rag on Scooter Libby and rejoicing over the indictments that were handed down today. So let's move on to, well, something equally as bad for the Bush administration, the Harriet Myers nomination withdrawal. And in the background, I want people to realize that, that there's not only that stuff, but there is the fact that he's got the lowest approval ratings in, in, his, in, presidency. in his presidency. And it's, it's about the same as his uh, father was, who was one of the lowest in history. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, the Royals can't pick it up to be the biggest losers <laughs> of all time. I think he's, he's running for that, and, you know, I'm rooting for him. Well, yeah. It's about the same as Reagan in 1986, and he was able to bounce back. So I it's don't funny, think I this is necessarily the end of the Bush legacy. I, well, Reagan was able to bounce back because he was, in fact, made by DuPont. Uh, <laughs> he's Tupperware. And I have to say that I will always think of Reagan in the terms of 1984, not 1986. Orwellian, Galen. Orwellian. Could I be doing a paper on Orwell? (laughs) Mm. Now, let's not start ragging on... The, the Gipper. Legacy the Gipper. I would, but of President Reagan. This is a man who stood up and defeated the Soviet Union single-handedly. Yes, as they collapsed Bare-chested. under their own weight, <laughs> <laughs> wearing a Rambo bandana. And I would, I would rag on him, but all the rags were used up soaking the grease out of her hair, Av's hair. So, <laughs> uh, well, he was a fine patriotic American that saw us through the end of the Cold War. Who def- stood up and took a strong stance against communism and defeated the Soviet Union. It's too soon to start picking on a dead man. Give it another few months. Next year, I think it'll be fine to pick on. I did it the day of. I watched them on TV (laughs) doing it. That is just disrespectful. I respect those who deserve it. Yeah, I guess when Bill Clinton dies, I will be dancing the little merry dance. (laughs) (laughs) Will you be feeling his pain? Uh, I'll be okay. feeling something. <laughs> it won't be pain, the, though. The massive necrophilia boner that you'll be sporting That's once right. Clinton expires. Uh, Probably but speaking of necrophilia, jerk off a Harriet times Myers, <laughs> the corpse bride herself. <laughs> By the way, this is, this is completely a cheap shot, but I didn't come up with it. But uh, online, there's a website called wonket.com. They're mostly. Uh, political satire site, but they had a contest uh, to see which celebrity that Harriet Myers most resembled, and the winner was the Emperor from Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> and you know what? They had, they had photos next to each other. Congratulations, internet readership. You spot on. Good job. In fact, Harriet Myers does resemble Emperor Palpatine <laughs> from Star Wars series. But, yeah, speaking of Harriet Myers, uh, the doomed judicial nomination from the start, uh, her I'm not, her long 
death by a thousand cuts finally came to an end. She she pulled out her. She uh, resigned from the nomination. She was she pulled out. out. She was forced out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she she signed her. I mean, there's a, a resignation letter that was. You're probably written by Bush's lawyers, like, which is her. Actually, she probably had to write her, her own resignation letter that he told. Well, her actually, she had to there, write. there's a funny thing is that it was recommended almost in the same words by a columnist. Uh, oh, Krauthammer. Yeah, in, in almost the Charles exact words, and yep. so it was like a cut and paste internet job of <laughs> yeah, a resignation. Yeah, like, like all of the conservative columnists knew that she was doomed, and they 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 didn't want to openly attack Bush, so they're kind of you know she's. She's a bad nominee, guys. Oh, oh, if she were to happen to resign, here's what she should say, and here's yeah, legitimate exactly. rationale for pulling out. Not the fact that we all hate her and she's incompetent. <laughs> uh, but yes, Harriet Myers, we hardly knew you. Um, I don't know, Richard. What what was Bush thinking? <laughs> he thought he was all powerful. He thought like, well, hey, I got a guy for uh, for Supreme Court who's never even been a judge. Next, I'll just get someone who's kind of just a lawyer. Well, there have even even Richard, your namesake, Miss Miss Ann Coulter, even came out and said, "What the hell was President Bush thinking?" Well, but that's because she takes and that implied liberal more, aliens have brainwashed. That's, that's because she takes a little more extreme. Uh, she takes social issues to a little more extreme than I do. Uh, first off, I think that uh, President, but well, first off, to respond to what you just said, Galen. Um, there have been Supreme Court judges in the past who have not been judges. Yeah, prior I know. to that point, they're, they're, in fact, they're memorable ones. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I believe, but so was not a judge before she took the court. No, but she had more experience arguing. I mean, th- she had not even argued a case in yeah. the Supreme Court. I mean, at least Roberts had that, and at least he'd worked with the Supreme Court. Hey, she ran the Texas Lottery Board, though. Right, and and no one I, I do not in Texas. That's right, but right. I don't. So I don't <laughs> basically, <laughs> saying that she wasn't a judge doesn't necessarily no. You know, but for but, but right for there. Chief Justice, I mean, that was the thing with Roberts was they put him up for Chief Justice. Yeah, I mean, thank God in some levels at least Scalia, who was salivating on his own fat gut, you know, <laughs> didn't get it. But Scalia passed. Maybe over. this will you know he's for been, the younger gayer. Right. John Roberts. Exactly. He's been well, playing around with, with retiring to run for office, which I hope happens so he can just vanish. Yeah. But, but Yeah, uh, Harry and Myers has ended up being somewhat of a debacle in a sense. Um, I think what uh, President Bush was thinking uh, was that he saw a woman here who he felt was um, would make a good Supreme Court judge, and um, he has every right to nominate her, and part of the process of confirming her to this is to see what her qualifications are and where she stands on issues and um, when it became apparent that she might not necessarily be qualified for this um, she withdrew her nomination I don't think that this is necessary again I don't think it's a crisis in the administration this has happened many times in the past no Um, it's a habit to make stupid flubs (laughs) I'm talking about Past administrations. <laughs> oh. oh, you mean nominated? Bush, you mean Bush's first term? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so I mean, you know, we'll just we'll go on and we'll see. I think there was a huge backlash from the um, Christian conservative movement, who I think kind of unfairly sort of didn't think that she was going to take a hard enough stance on social issues when the Christian conservatives didn't really know where she stood on any social issues because nobody really knew where she stood on these And the White issues. House didn't believe it actually had to tell anyone. Yeah. It's an arrogance. Oh, here's the, here's a, here's a real hilarious part. But uh, I, I, I'm sort of, I, I guess I'm a little surprised that, um, that 
more Democrats didn't really try to push her through because there was a lot of uh, Democrats on Capitol Hill. I believe it was. She I, was. I want to say she was, was suggested to Bush by Biden. Harry Reid, the right. Democratic yeah, leader it was in Reed, the Senate, not not Biden. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of surprised that that more Democrats and more liberal liberals didn't try to push her through, knowing that they that even though she might not necessarily be the most competent Supreme Court judge, she would at least sort of be a decent safeguard. She'd be better off than having than Bush appointing some sort of far right Christian judge to to put on the Supreme Court. So I, I think that unfortunately now though, now that she's gone and since there has been a backlash from the religious right I think you do run the risk now of uh, President Bush trying to bring the religious right back and sort of, I guess, try to reform the base a little bit. And I have this idea that the next uh, person that he nominates is going to be very, very extreme. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he has the uh, political will or the political that all that awesome political capital that he won after re-election that that's gone. Up. Right, yeah. and, and not only that, there was a, it was a several people I've heard say that it in fact is the end. This revolt against this is the end of the Bush era because not even his own party is sticking behind him. Yeah, he's, he's gone beyond lame he's, duck right. into uh, just. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> yeah, dead. Well, no, but we'll see. But Duck all, all around. Well, we'll see though. But it all depends if he does. And this is why I, if I had to make a prediction, I, I don't have a name off the top of my head. But if I had a prediction, I think that the next person that he's going to nominate for the Supreme Court is going to be a very right wing Christian conservative. And I think that it's going to be somebody that is going to have very strong issues on Roe versus Wade and other social issues. I um I, he may I run the risk of of a filibuster, but at the same time, if he can, if if by doing that he can bring the right wing base back to the Republican Party, it'll be worth it for him. I I, I agree with your assessment that uh, conservatives thought she was incompetent and inexperienced on top of not having the conservative credentials. But I think that well, but I nobody, that, but nobody knows if she had the conservative credentials or not. That's oh yeah, part I, of the it, problem. It, it, well, actually, there were some documents released that did show that she did have some, and, and Brownback, I think, was more satisfied at the end. Our own wonderful Brownback, <laughs> uh, more satisfied at the end because it turned out she was against abortion, even if she wouldn't actually say so due to some earlier things. And so I don't know that it is as related to that as otherwise. I think. Possibly it's just people are realizing that they need to start looking forward instead of at Bush, who is continuing to try to stop up holes with an ice pick in the bottom of his own damn boat. So, Well, you remember when uh, Democrats were asking to see John Roberts' papers and uh, Republicans were saying, oh, well, you don't need to see them. Right. There's, there's no you don't, reason to you don't need that's, to know that's, anything that's, to make that's, a decision. There's no bearing on it. His, what, his judicial philosophy and his opinions have no bearing at all on what he's going to do on the Supreme Court. Right, which actually However, about, in the uh, uh, Harriet Myers nomination, it was Republicans that were asking to see her documents and her papers that she filed for the Bush administration. And the Bush administration was stonewalling their own party on this because the Republicans were looking for a reason to vote against her. Uh, there is really no guarantee that she would have gotten out of committee to even have hearings and also remember uh during the whole uh nuclear option fight republicans their mantra was all the nominees deserve an up or down vote they deserve to be heard in in the hearings republicans weren't going to let her get to the hearings no (laughs) they didn't want her to get to the hearings and the bush administration withdrew her because they knew once she got to those hearings she would have been made a fool of she would have made the bush administration look foolish and uh, that's why she was forced out because 
not because she wasn't conservative enough. I, I'm, no. But that was a part of it. That was a part of the consideration. But it was because she lacked the experience. She lacked the credentials for it. Uh, she was a bad, bad pick. And I have to say, and this, this is if they do pick tomorrow. First of all, we, they, the idiot Democrats have let the Republicans redefine it so that apparently um, if you are – what, what counts as an a, a I, was ideology they consider. So a person's opinions are not something you can base your decision on when picking a judge. Mm. What you are basing your opinions on when you're picking anything in politics is their opinions. The fact that Democrats are stupid enough to do this, I can only hope that he picks some wingnut. The Democrats actually find a spine and stand up to him. Someone tries the nuclear option and fails as they would have with the vote anyway. And so everyone is like, well, at least the Democrats came through and the commission we, you know, got around the nuclear option. Screw it. The nuclear option wouldn't have worked and the de- Republicans would have been proved wrong. But no one can stand up to them because they're spineless idiots. You hear me, Obama? <laughs> Taking it out on Barack. No, nah, he's a fool. And I was like, he's the next boy. No, he's got a tan. He's a fool. <laughs> Damn, Gary, that's a bit harsh. I love to see this dissension within the liberal ranks. I series. don't consider the liberal ranks. I don't. I, it, there's a song by a, I even forget who. I love me. I'm a liberal, and it's about right. Liberals are yuppies. Mm-hmm. Um, they've stolen the name liberal. Liberal means something entirely different, as does conservative. Yeah. But they've been stolen by rich white folks on both sides, and I, both terms are ridiculous. I disagree that the Republicans will nominate a far-right conservative. Oh, no, I disagree with the whole thing. I I don't think what, like, because the Democrats would cave, the person would get in, and all the rest of it. I would just like to see everything blow up like that. See, I think that the Democrats are now emboldened enough, now that Myers have withdrawn, Bush is having... The Democrats, I I completely... I completely agree with Galen on this. I mean, the Democrats are completely in total disarray. I mean, the Republicans can pretty much <laughs> Actually, put anybody— Actually, they're the most unified that they've ever— I mean, that's not saying much, but they're the most unified they've ever been, especially compared no, but to the Republicans honest- right now and the open dissension in their ranks against Harriet Myers. Now, if he nominates anybody else and he makes it— the Democrats. He's got to nominate in. somebody else in the Roberts mold. He's got to nominate somebody who's conservative but who has the— the gravitas, I guess, the intelligence and the experience. And one of the reasons that Myers was withdrawn is because she was, well, one, flunking her homework. Uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee gave her this worksheet that she had to fill out <laughs> where they gave her a bunch of questions. They wanted to get more background on her. She basically just wrote no on a lot of the questions, saying that she refused to answer them. And the ones that she did answer showed a shocking dearth of constitutional law knowledge so yeah. they just said jesus christ and they sent it back to her do that again oh she turned it in late by the way right. so she got she got reprimanded there were dog that. teeth marks on yeah. it <laughs> coffee stains on it yeah so she gets it back and she's told to redo it she redoes it and she wasted the 11th hour and by the time she gets it back in she's withdrawn and on top of that, she was uh, basically failing her one-on-one interviews with all the center uh, senators who were just not impressed with her yeah um so, yeah, uh, okay. Uh, Roberts, while he didn't have much experience as a judge himself, because he was viewed as so intelligent, because he was viewed as uh, having, uh, you know, some opinions, he was sort <laughs> of he was sort of seen as as uh, junior to. Uh, he was seen as competent. He was seen as competent. Well, no, so I mean, he was but more than that, he had worked directly under. Rehnquist, uh, Rehnquist yeah. and so he was sort of seen as his junior partner. So I think Bush is going to look for another uh, nominee in the mold of Roberts. Not yeah. necessarily with we'll the see. social conservative credentials, but somebody with uh, background and experience. We'll see. We'll see. 
Yeah. Yes. But we are running to the end of this latest installment of Fundatocracy, the homecoming edition of Fundatocracy. Um, and as is tradition on Fundatocracy, we've reached things that don't suck. So, Galen, is there anything I, in this great I've big wide a, world a that bunch. doesn't suck this week? First of all, hooray for the return to actual animation. Corpse Bride mm-hmm. and, uh, and Wallace and Gromit are brilliant, and you should see them both. Um, but, but more than that, what doesn't suck is, is go on to Yahoo or anywhere else, and maybe we can find a link to this, yeah. and type in The Shining Redux, and it's a, uh, it's a trailer for Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. I'll that, put a link for it on the website. Yeah, and it, can't, it, it, you, it's just a, it's, it looks like a normal movie trailer, and it re-edited and all that to make it look like a feel-good, sort of enlightening, Efron, maybe American Beauty-like comedy. Uh, and it's hysterical. Mm-hmm. If, however, you have not seen the original Shining, it will not be near as funny. <laughs> however, if it uh, convinces you to see the Shining, expecting what you see in the trailer, or a little bit of surprise. Or actually, if you have someone you have never been able to convince to see the Shining, use it to convince them. <laughs> that's, a, that's a dirty trick. And then after that's that, that's a dirty trick. After that, because they love Twenty Eight Days so much, show them Twenty Eight Days Later. <laughs> 28 Days, that was the Sandra Bullock yes. rehab comedy. Yes. Because <laughs> alcoholism is hilarious. <laughs> oh, uh, any other that, suckage this week? Uh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, the, the um, Metallic Fields are, are good. Band? Band, okay. which I had I just recently found out about. I like them. They've apparently been around forever, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're great. But I, you know, <laughs> I'm a late bloomer in some things. Most things. Yeah, honestly. Galen still doesn't have pubes. That's right. It's really sad. There's a Ken doll down there. I, I have a, a Merkin. <laughs> a Merkin. <laughs> oh, Richard. Oh, Richard. What doesn't suck? Um, well, yeah, well, I'd like to say, first of all, thank you, Richard, for oh, joining no, us again this weekend. As I said, uh, we missed you, buddy. Just trying to add a little bit of balance so that uh, the good uh, people of Lawrence and the world, I guess, don't have to continuously listen to your left wing bullshit. Tripe. Tripe. It's left wing. Without at least having a little bit of a conservative edge. The nugget nugget of conservative truth. Um, What Doesn't Suck is my favorite publication, uh, one that I've subscribed to for years, and it is the weekly standard and absolutely (laughs) fine, (laughs) fine publication. That um, really... It sets the standard every week, would you say? Now you've got me laughing. Um, He's got got a pinup of Bill Crystal up on his wall. Oh, yeah. Bill Crystal is a true patriotic American. (laughs) Bill Crystal's coming out this week saying, I don't know what Bush is doing. He he makes the best light, too. Out out of all seriousness, before Gavin got me giggling here. Um, it is a fine publication that uh, really outlines the um, conservative uh, viewpoints on world issues, and um, it sort of cuts through a lot of the liberal uh, nonsense that you hear on a day-to-day basis throughout the left-wing controlled media. So for any conservatives out there, I'm sure you're familiar with the Weekly Standard, but I suggest that you go out there and get a publication to it. It's relatively cheap. And um, it's great. I'm glad to see that um, Bill Crystal and the others at the Weekly Standard have the, um, well, have the integrity to sort of put forth these sort of articles every single week to help inform the American people of um, real patriotism. And if you have a gerbil or a rabbit, they make great liners for litter boxes. <laughs> right. yeah. 
Weekly stand. It's not quite the Drudge Report. It's not quite Newsmax. But, True. You know, I guess it'll. Do. I think Newsmax goes maybe a little too. A little far. bit, you think? But uh, I think the Weekly Standard is more uh, has more journalistic integrity. I believe it's got a tradition behind it. You can say that much. Um. Oh hell! What's the name of the paper that uh, uh, Shattered Glass takes place in? Uh, the New Republic. Oh, yes. Supposedly the liberal version. Right. Uh, oh, God, I hate that. It's, they're the Clintonian third-way Democrats, basically Republican lines. But yeah, that's yeah, a side note. Uh, anything else that doesn't suck, Richard? Oh, the well, yeah, the new movie Doom doesn't suck. There you go. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. God knows I've put a lot of hours into the Doom game. And few so. people know this, but Richard has a big fucking gun. I'm huge. <laughs> He's got a BFG. I do. He's got a Johnson like a rock. <laughs> you know I've the rock's got a... gay. <clears throat> Is he really? Yeah, he actually came out of the closet. Oh, oh no bullshit! That's right. On the Ellen DeGeneres show, of all things. I'm the rock actually happy to hear gay. that. Yeah, rock's I, I, gay. I, I would like to see his action career continue. Huh. Yeah. Rock, In- interesting. Rock, solid. But um, yeah, speaking of guns, I uh, <laughs> I do have a very large gun. And <laughs> speaking of that, your love pump. <laughs> If any of you, if there's any good-looking... You love pump action 12 games. there's any good-looking conservative women out there that would like to... <laughs> there are um, no good-looking conservative women out plenty. there. Have you seen Ann Coulter? Come Ann on. Coulter's hot. Oh, like ooh. a clothes hanger. Yeah, man. Now, you would fuck the living shit out of Ann Coulter if you had to... I, I would probably to. die if I fucked Ann Coulter because I have so many cuts and bruises on me from the uh, sharp edges in her face. I'm but, sure she'd probably work you over pretty good, but uh, I'm sure it'd be worth it. I hear she is a bit of a slut. Well, it's the screaming Hale McCarthy uh, that really... Whoa, Joe! Well, she's entitled to her opinions. I don't agree with everything she says, but... I know. I, you know. I think <laughs> they're funny. Speaking of McCarthy... It's America. That, that brings me to my thing that doesn't suck. Uh, George Clooney's new film, and you may laugh when I say George Clooney's new film, but... Well, actually, he's George a good director. Uh, new film, Good Night and Good Luck, uh, a very straightforward uh, recreation of Edward R. Murrow's battle with joseph mccarthy wonderful film even if you don't follow politics it's a very well-made film very dramatic very engrossing it's actually very funny too and for just so that you know oh, nothing with george clooney is funny let's be honest oh brother we're out there is oh brother we're out that was hilarious and and so is in uh intolerable intolerable cruelty, cruelty and and three kings three but kings. actually when you watch the movie and you see that sweaty a uh, psychopathic, paranoid nutcase playing McCarthy. It's him. It's really him. Yep. And so that no one out there in the right can go, well, they're just, you know, playing. That's a an unfair caricature. Of right. No, nope. it's that's really it. him. That's archival. They use actual archival footage of McCarthy. Every time McCarthy is in the film, yes. it is archival footage of Joseph McCarthy. Huh? Well, you I'll can smell to, uh, the gin. It's true. Oh, there's like his, the big climactic uh, McCarthy statement on the show. He's like, the flop sweat and like you can even though it's in black and white you can see that his nose is bright red and he's like, <laughs> the, the liberal jackal <laughs> but so he becomes vader yeah but, <laughs> no! but yes good night and good luck it's a wonderful film highly recommend it definitely does not suck another thing that doesn't suck this episode of punditocracy has been wonderful to be back in lawrence recording it in person in the studio uh, but we'll try to do it more often. Yes, we'll try to do it more often. Uh, but thank you all for joining us tonight. Please email us at poundingthepundit at yahoo.com. Visit our website, punditocracy.net. For Richard Galen and myself, Gavin, bye-bye.
You want to know where we're going. Bye-bye. <laughs>